Ready, set, date, and date, and date. Welcome to Tinderella, the podcast that discusses the perils, pitfalls, and misadventures of dating in the 21st century. I'm your host, Ella, and on today's episode, we will be talking about getting back in the saddle. Why now? What makes me an expert? Literally nothing, which I have come to learn. I have had a series of unfortunate events, actually, but I'm a 30-something divorced woman who decided she was ready to get back out there. Times being what they are, this meant I was about to embark on swipe-based dating for the first time ever. Of course I'd heard the horror stories, but I'd been married and divorced, and that little jaunt wasn't exactly a walk in the park. Surely, a woman who'd been to therapy and read all the self-help books and watched every TED Talk, who was charming and cute and intelligent and open-minded and friendly, not to mention humble, would have no trouble finding Mr. Right. But first, I wanted to have some fun with Mr. Right now. So, since I was new here, I committed to responding to every man who sent me an opening message. That, I would soon learn, was a bold move. You see, men, as it turns out, are not nearly as particular when they're choosing who to swipe on and or send a message to. So here I am thinking I'm going to be super chill and respond to everybody who sends me a message because that's the nice thing to do, right? Is be responsive and we are trained as women to respond to greetings. Men send hey and I would send back a paragraph about how great I was. That got old fast. These guys are looking for a hookup. They don't care how great I am. To be fair, not all of them were looking for a hookup. Some of them are looking for marriage because they're in India. So I got over the responding with the paragraph pretty quickly and, but I still was responding to every message because I committed to myself that I was going to do that. And some guys were a little more creative with their opening messages. They would respond and remark about something about my eyes or my a picture or something. If they said something personal, I said something personal. I learned pretty quickly to adjust my expectations. I adapted to the environment that was brand new to me. This was a whole new world and I don't know that I was fully prepared for it until I was in it. I also committed to meeting, safely, in public, every man who asked for a date. And date I did. This was all brand new to me. I mentioned I was divorced. I call myself a serial monogamist. Prior to this Tinder experiment that I had just embarked on, 
I have been in a series of long-term relationships. I did not ever in my life date casually. It was not a thing I had ever done. Here I am now, for the first time ever in my life, deciding that I just want to have fun. I want to get to know new people, I want to try new things, and I want to do it as often as I can. So if someone asks me out, I'm going to say yes. I'm not going to do anything crazy. I'm not going to just show up at his house. I didn't tell them where I lived. In fact, because I live in a fairly small town, I typically didn't even let him come to my town, but I did say yes. And I said yes again and again and again. And let me tell you, I've met some men who are absolutely charming. I've met gorgeous, I mean, really beautiful men. I've met men who are witty and fun and sarcastic, playful. I've met men who were creative and doing really amazing things personally and professionally. Those men? Oh yeah, sure. We'll talk about those men. But we're also going to talk about all the men who said they were those men, but actually wouldn't know those men if they bit them in the ass. And a word to the wise, a blanket commitment to not only exchange messages with, but also meet any man who shows an interest. Bitch, what were you thinking? For a while, I was dating like it was my job. After the first couple of weeks of exchanging messages, I don't think for the next six months, I don't think a week went by that I didn't have at least three dates. And there were some weeks where I had two or three dates in the same day. That is exhausting. I do not know what I was thinking, but what I wasn't doing is getting any kind of a commitment. Now, mind you, I didn't want one at that time. Initially, my plan was to do this for six months or until I got bored and then decided to meet my soulmate. Because we all know all it takes to meet your soulmate is decide you're ready to meet your soulmate. Right. I'm self-aware. I'm very communicative. I can express my wants and needs clearly. I am still in therapy. I am intelligent. I'm remarkable in a number of ways. I'm not grotesque. I know that. I know all of these things about myself. I know exactly what I'm looking for. I can write down the list. And I even account for, you know, the unaccountable, like chemistry. Still, 
still, I thought I was going to just decide just like that, that I was ready to meet my soulmate and it would happen. <laughs> well, it's been three years. Don't get me wrong. I've had some fun. I've had some really interesting experiences that I never would have had without the use of Tinder. I've made some genuine friendships. But I've also walked away from some dumpster fires in human form. I'm here to tell you all about all of those experiences, as well as my thoughts on dating in general. I'll also be bringing along some friends with me because misery loves company and laughter is the best medicine. And if your friends can't laugh with you, maybe they can laugh at you. If there's a specific topic regarding dating you would like us to discuss, send us a message on Instagram at tinderella.love or we'd love to get a voice message from you on Anchor. Until next time, swipe right.